Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. gentlemen boys and girls from around the world gather around it's time for another exciting episode of thriller coin talk today is september 29th 2020 and we are talking bitcoin in october that's right we, this is our monthly series of bitcoin episodes that we do at the beginning of every month of every year <laughs> since 2019 and believe it or not this is our most popular show of the whole month this is the this is the episode that everybody tunes in for i don't know why <laughs> quite frankly i just try to get you guys the information try to get you as much like compounded bitcoin information for october what you need to know and get it out to everybody that's it that's all i'm trying to do here there's no shilling there's none of that it's just strictly talking about bitcoin once a month and we do it so let's dive into bitcoin in October. So before we get into the charts, because I really want to talk about the charts and I want to talk about where Bitcoin is going in October, let's run through the Bitcoin market health, right? If we look at the hash rate, we can see that it has steadily increased here in the past couple weeks. Um, we're close to an all-time high as far as hash rate. And, you know, this is not surprising, right? I mean, we saw the difficulty adjustment, right, happen right after, I think it was July. And at that point, we kind of knew that we were going towards this uh, new kind of uh, uh, adjustment ratio in regards to keeping the Bitcoin network secure. And if I'm going to put it, I'm going to, and this is all coming from Glassnode, they make the best charts, some of the sexiest charts that you can see out there. Um, nobody does it better than them. Uh, in my opinion, if you go to the hash rate, they even have it broken down to the first happening, the second happening and the third happening. And you've been following us on ThrillerX.com. I, I made a post here recently. Where we we're talking about the hash rate and how much stronger the currency is now as far as Bitcoin. And you can see where we're at here in the third happening. The increase of hash rate falls well in line with the other two and, and first happenings. And it's pretty fascinating because one of the one of the things that most people don't say when it comes to the hash rate increasing, most people will say, oh, you know what, this is this is great because miners are going to fall off and there's been monsoons in, in China. And that's a good thing because more miners fall off. You know, most people don't realize that if you zoom out the most the most relevant thing you should take away from a hash rate increase is that Bitcoin becomes even harder of a currency. And this is this is going <laughs> this is going to lead Bitcoin to hyper Bitcoinization at some point 
in the future. I, I definitely think that is a possibility now. Uh, I used to not think that, but at at this point with the, what the Fed's doing, uh, who knows, right, how soon that's going to happen. If we look at the number of active addresses this month, Bitcoin has also increased in that nature as well, too. Um, it's not quite where we were here in like the peak of, of you know, January 2018 or December 2017, but it's, it's getting up there. We're, eh, we're a couple hundred thousand shy, right? So now let's dive into what's kind of gone on this month. There's been a lot of crazy things <laughs> that have gone on, right? I think one of the most craziest things that we've seen is MicroStrategy double downing on Bitcoin, right? And they bought $250 million worth of Bitcoin. No gold, no equities, no bonds, just Bitcoin. And it was revealed, you know, earlier this month that they were going to spend another $175 million. Uh, at that point. If you look at it, they own 0.1% of all Bitcoin out there. It's crazy. The guys that move faster are the hedge fund guys, the institutional investors and the private company guys. Like all, all these guys that like they they write down, yeah, I think I think it's a 1%, a good 1% hedge or I put 1% of this. I just kind of smile and laugh, but I just think it, it's such a silly notion for you to claim that you understand Bitcoin and then to think you're going to invest 1% of your assets in Bitcoin, right? It, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of a game of musical chairs, right? And the music's kind of stopping right now. It's, it's fascinating. That means more Bitcoin for them, less Bitcoin for me, you, and probably the company you work for. <laughs> and what's interesting is Michael from MicroStrategy, he's not wrong. If you look at the accredited US investors that are entering Bitcoin now, um, Bitwise's Bitcoin fund has bought 8.9 million, the single largest increase in assets raised in the fund's two-year history. And according to recently amended filing with the SEC, the firm's Bitcoin fund provides accredited U.S. investors with exposure to Bitcoin through a traditional product. That's fascinating, right? I mean, if you look just in 2019, the fund attracted 4.1 million in investment, meaning the fund has more than doubled the size in the past year. This is what I'm saying, like scarcity is real. I mean, if you look just strictly at the Bitcoin miners, right? They have already created more than 18.5 million BTC. This is over 88% of Bitcoin's total supply of 21 million. As a result, there is now less than 2.5 million BTC left for miners to discover. Not to mention the millions lost over the years. Remember that Masara? I think it was a Masara report a couple years ago. And it's not just in the US. So you have BTC Turk, one of the largest Bitcoin exchanges in Turkey, has had nearly 1 million signups this year <laughs> and roughly 100K monthly active users. Volumes on BTC Turk have quadrupled over the last year as a state-backed currency, the Turkish Lira, has been you know kind of on the downward spiral. The citizens of Turkey are waking up to the value of Bitcoin as a currency outside the grips of its government. So that tells you right there, ladies and gentlemen, that this this is a real thing. And here in 2021, it's starting to look like some momentum is getting kind of built here, here this late in the year in 2020. But that's not it. There's other things to look out for this month and probably the bullish thing 
that not a lot of people are talking about is PayPal, Venmo, and when they're gonna roll out their crypto buying and selling. Now, the announcement was announced back in June, and back then, they expected a launch in three months. Well, one, two, three, <laughs> it's October. Uh, now, there's no telling if this is gonna get launched here later in the month, but it's something to keep in mind, right? We also have the Back Consumer app. It's set to launch anytime now. It's currently in beta. This was the one that was supposed to do like your airline miles, your Starbucks stuff, like you're gonna trade gold stars for Bitcoin and vice versa. Now, they have canceled things in the past and push it back, you know, to another year. So I would still keep this on your radar, but at the same time, these are these are big consumer apps and we still have Fold. That's a big thing happening here in the ecosystem. It's going to be a beautiful month, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you haven't if you haven't just heard it from my tone. Now, let's get into the charts. Now, it's not going to come as a surprise. We're going to see a gradual push to 11K by October 13th. This is exactly what TradingShot is showing. We'll put the charts here in the show notes and the newsletter. And then we're going to see a push to 12K by the end of October. It's going to be fucking beautiful. It's going to be trick-or-treat all month long. <laughs> it really is. And then at that point, you're going to see all alts rise in November. And that'll be good for Bitcoin because all roads lead back to Bitcoin, baby. killing it bro it's the beginning of the show and you're killing it i love it um so yeah the only thing that concerns me <laughs> is uh is trading shot and what he released today so he says that as long as the dollar and the money supply continue to rise bitcoin will most likely stay low and volatile and won't regain august's highs yeah not a good thing he said also that we need to see the usd decline again while m1 stays bullish in order for bitcoin to get a sustainable boost and it's funny because he actually has a chart and it kind of shows the money, M1 money supply, Bitcoin, and then the US dollar and its decline. Um, it's fascinating that he's able to kind of triangulate all these different um, charts and put them into one. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes too as well. I do think, I, I think he's kind of missing the point here, <laughs> if I may say so. I, I, I think we are going to get to that 12K at the end of the month. I think we're going to be battling in that 11 range, 11K range for most of the month. But I do think we get into that 12K range at, in November. And I think that's when we're gonna see the real big swing, you know, um, and it's and then all the alts are gonna run because there's some several big things that are coming for some specific alts here in November. And we'll talk about that later this month, but it's gonna be a fascinating, fascinating October, November, December. I'm really, really excited for it here in Bitcoin. Okay, with that, let's get into Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day, your favorite part of the day as well, too. Let's do it. Coin Talk, starting now. It's time. Only crypto, coins, trade, predictions ahead. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. It's it's October already. Like, don't get me wrong. August was a lot of fun. <laughs> June and July, we made some profits, right? Um, but yeah, like I felt like September was just a drag, man. It was just a drag. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, a lot of people were able to re-up on some Bitcoin, but yeah, I feel like October is just gonna just gonna go bananas. I, I can't I can't wait. Um, I really don't have much to talk about here other than if you haven't downloaded our uh, Bitcoin audiobook, head over to bitcoinaudiobook.com. That's where we released our first ever, you know, audiobook, which was pretty crazy because uh, it took us like more than a year <laughs> to really get that together. Uh, it was a lot of editing, uh, but it's called One Satoshi at a Time, How Bitcoin Will Change the World. And it literally just kind of walks you through how Bitcoin works and, and the history of it and why it's valuable. And, you know, it has a lot of different topics like stock to flow ratio. Uh, we talk about the social contract around Bitcoin. Not too many people talk about that. And we have some guest speakers that are on there as well, too. And then the arts by Lucho Paletto, who is an amazing artist. Um, yeah, it's just it's crazy that we we had him do the, the, the cover for the audiobook. And did I mention it's free? <laughs> yeah. So we actually um, that was the whole purpose of releasing this Bitcoin audiobook was to get it out there for free, because um, there's a lot of podcasts on Bitcoin, but there's not really like an audiobook about Bitcoin where you can just kind of go and like learn at your own kind of you know time. And this one's roughly around three hours and 54 minutes. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's great just for playing in the background, maybe. And or maybe you have a long trip somewhere and just kind of going over to, you know, BitcoinAudiobook.com and just hitting play and then like catching up with it later. Um, yeah. And I'm surprised, too. It hasn't been taken down yet. I thought for sure. <laughs> I honestly thought for sure it would have been hit with like a takedown request or something. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, but <laughs> that is possible. Uh, that is definitely possible. So make sure you get a, a download of it. I know I have a download of it, so it just would not surprise me if one day they just take it down. Uh, hopefully they don't. I mean, hopefully they don't. Um, and then also I should mention we have through the Crypto Premium. It's our weekly shows that we deliver here on the premium side. And you can head over to thrillercrypto.substack.com. We pretty much do independent research. You know, we do our own analysis, our own reporting. And I like to think like we're a more unbiased approach to how we talk about the news here. Um, and also, I feel like we kind of source the valid news because there's a lot of uh, crypto publications and not all of them are created equal, unfortunately. And then some of them are more biased towards one particular, you know, uh, digital asset than another. And we can kind of gauge that. So there's you kind of have to be careful where you grab your Ethereum news, where you grab your Bitcoin news from, because they're all going to, you know, tell you a different story and not all of them report the same thing uh, accurately. Um, so we kind of do our best to kind of provide you all that information that you would need to kind of stay ahead of your curve on all your investments in, in the digital space and, and really kind of just, you know, do our best to get you all that information and, and like have it be kind of like with our, our episode today where there's all these links to everything. It's all laid out in front of you. There's nothing hidden. There's no shilling. It's just pure, pure clean content. I mean, that's what we want to create here. But anyway, if you're interested in that, head over to thrillercrypto.substack.com. And we got to play our disclaimer because technically the SEC is 
So make your moves at least till the 30th of this month, right? So roll the disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future. Even if he thinks care, he is just some dude. Trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, it's time for coin talk. My favorite part of the day. Probably yours too. You know what? Definitely yours. Definitely yours too. We're looking here at coingecko.com. The only place. <laughs> no, seriously, this is this is my favorite place now. I don't even remember the other place anymore. I forget what it's called. Um, so we're looking here and Bitcoin is at $10,792. We got a market cap of $349 billion. That's right, $349 billion. But a lot of people are thinking that Bitcoin's going to go down. Me personally, I'm one of the, I'm one of the people that's like, you know what? Just hang in there, <laughs> calm down, <laughs> quit bringing all this bad, bad, bad juju in our in our space. Oh, Javier, I see what you're doing here. exactly how I feel sometimes in this space. You know, I'll, I'll either listen to a, a Bitcoin podcast or a crypto podcast or crypto Twitter or crypto YouTube. And I just feel like some of these guys just bringing me down, man. I'm like, no, Bitcoin wants to go up, bro, bro. Bitcoin wants to go up, bro, bro, bro. Bitcoin wants to go to the freaking moon, bro. You know, acting crazy, trying to scam each other, trying to scam their followers. I'm telling you, quit trying to bring us down. <laughs> We're trying to go up. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's uh, sometimes I feel like that. I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that, Javier. Thank you. Two years ago, my mom convinced me to loan her half of all my savings. So $7,000 and spend it on Bitcoin. <laughs> What is, what is that? Are you trying to bring me down, Javier? What is what is going on here, bro? <laughs> Come on, let's get the show back together. Let's not let's not start this. It's way too early to start this, Javier. Okay, so let's get the show back on the road. All right, so we're looking at Ethereum. Ethereum's at three fifty six. Uh, we got Tether still there. Pending bomb. We'll see what happens with the DOJ. Um, we got XRP, 24 cents. We've got Big Cash. Big Cash? Oh, B Cash. <laughs> Big Cash. B Cash. It's not B Cash. It's Bitcoin Cash. Gosh, I still remember that episode we did. God, I want to say it was, I want to say it was the second season of Thriller Crypto. 
it was the only episode that ever got pulled uh, from our SoundCloud at that time. And I remember somebody, it wasn't me, I swear. Somebody had posted that episode because it was about Roger. Somebody had posted that episode into uh, Bcash or was it? What do they have? Yeah, they do have Bcash, right? Or Bitcoin Cash, whatever their subreddit is. And then literally like two days later, there was a takedown request <laughs> for that episode. To this day, you'll never like that episode doesn't exist. That Roger episode. I don't know what happened. But if I ever interviewed Roger Veer, um, I would ask him, hey, did you take that down? Uh, I think it'd be fascinating. Like I said, I'm going to do a whole alt episode later this month. And we'll talk about there's there's some bullish. I must say I'll say it like this. There's some bullish scenarios coming up for some of these alts. And a lot of a lot of them people know and a lot of them people don't. Um, but I think it'll be fascinating to see which ones uh, actually come into fruition, because I think November is going to be a very big month for alts. Um, and I would say if you're a first time trader, you're a first time listener, stay away from alts, like learn BTC. That, that that'll take you three or four years, honestly. Um, and then look at alts. Right. If you want to gamble a little bit, if you want to make some more BTC. Um, but in reality, like. Yeah, be loaded up on Bitcoin. On <laughs> Bitcoin first. You'll be loaded up on Bitcoin and have been a gazillionaire. I can assure you, I will. I, I will personally not be loaded up on Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. Never say never. Yeah, then we have Chainlink here at the bottom at nine dollars and ninety eight cents. Honestly, when I saw it go to eight dollars, uh, there's a there's a part of me that wanted to re-enter that. Um, but honestly, man, we made so much bank off of Chainlink. It, it's it's not even funny. So we're, we're not gonna go after that one just yet uh cardano's at nine cents now you know how i feel about this one i think i think everybody knows what's going on with this one so um it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting november (laughs) very interesting november Uh, we got litecoin at 45 cents uh 45 cents no at 45 dollars um and then we have eos at two dollars and 59 cents they recently just got uh fined here by the sec i'm I'm not sure what eos is even doing these days you know it's kind of sad because we actually interviewed some developers for eos a couple years back and i don't know if i've heard from them (laughs) If you're out there, reach back out to us. (laughs) Let us know you're doing well. I think they can hear and they can see without you seeing them. You know, and then there's another thing that really (laughs) was kind of dumb. I don't know if you guys saw it today, but Tron and Justin Sun were were in the news. Uh, They were all over The Verge, which is a big tech publication. Uh, They draw a lot of eyes. And I don't know if they just don't understand how crypto works or they just don't understand how, um, you know, you know, crypto investing works or um, what it means to be a shill. <laughs> but they literally were talking about uh, and I skimmed through the whole thing, but they literally were talking about how Tron bought uh, BitTorrent and how BitTorrent, you know, has kind of lost its way and how they introduced a token with it and basically covering something that happened uh, two years ago. And, and so I thought it was fascinating because I was like, are they reporting on stuff that already occurred? Do they know that this has already occurred? It was really weird and it almost felt like the person either was paid to shill, you know, TRX or to shill Justin Sun's BTT token. Uh, or it, it felt like, you know, that guy was holding a big bag of, of, of TRX or something. Valid. That's a valid point. 
It's a valid point. But I really I really saw that and I was just kind of disappointed. But this tells me that in the future, <laughs> when because eventually these tech publications are going to start covering more and more uh, crypto technology stuff like they're just going to have to uh, and they're going to have to catch up right away. Um, and that's just going to be the way it is uh, just because like. Apple, Google, they're getting boring and more boring by the second. <laughs> so eventually uh, all the cool innovation, all the cool tech is going to come from the crypto and Bitcoin space. And I think they just don't understand how any of that works. Um, but yeah, I thought it was completely fascinating that these these people were talking about a story that took place two years ago. It, it was it was really stupid. <laughs> Are you on drugs or alcohol? No, sir. You take drugs or alcohol? What is drugs? Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna get really weird uh, here in the future. Um, I think other than that, I really don't see any other token here that catches my interest. Um, I really love loop ring at this price, uh, twenty two cents, and for the most part, everything else. Oh, so Saya. So interesting enough, so Saya has been building, man, head down, keep building. And they have been doing this for the past, you know, since I've been covering them since 2017. And it just amazes me how more forward thinking David Vorhick is than some of these other <laughs> project leads. And um, Filecoin's about to barely release their token here very soon and they're going to dump on the open market and a lot of people are going to lose money <laughs> who buy into that. But uh, Sai is out there building, man, and they've been building and it's going to be fascinating to see how they kind of scale out over the years. But yeah, it's good to see them up today. Um, and I think that's it. But Bitcoin in October, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's going to be a very, you know, 10, 7, 11 K till about mid October 13th around there. And then we're going to start seeing a push up to 12 K after about the 15th of the month. And then I'm not saying we're going to pass 12K. We're going to see a push up to 12K. And once we get into November, I think 13K, 14K happens very fast. And, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we topple out, you know, somewhere in like mid-December, early December at 17. And I still think we're going to hit 17 before the end of the year. That's kind of where my, my projection has lied since about March. Yeah, right before COVID. Because I was looking at the 57.13% Bitcoin Theory episode, and actually I had predicted um, 21.888 by December 2020. So I actually predicted 21,000 at the beginning of the year, which is surprising. But now looking at it <laughs> directly in front of us, I think 17K seems more likely. Uh, don't get me wrong. I want I want car from March to be right. But no, I think 17K seems more likely. It's crazy because I have a February, May and August and December 2021 projection, too. But with that, let's get on to the end of the show.
coin talk is dunsies thank you so much for listening i really 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 appreciate you if you guys are hip to what we do here <laughs> on thriller crypto head over to thrillerx.com 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 and uh, go over there we have a lot of episodes over four seasons 400 episodes all sorts of stuff there if you're interested at all to check out our premium shows head over to thrillercrypto.substack.com and buy bitcoin instead of the world see you next time this is the end of the show You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Car said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto and not Car. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time. 